Welcome to episode 62 of the Behind the Weather Forecast podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Lukowicz, and after a lot of talk about Henri here on the podcast, we are going back to uh, journalism and politics, which I also uh, really enjoy. So I'm excited to welcome on uh, Rhode Island College student and host of uh, reality TV, Raymond Bakari. Thanks for being here, Raymond. It's great to have you. It's great to be on. Thanks for having me, Ryan. Awesome. So let's first start with your backstory and tell me how you got interested in journalism and politics. Absolutely. So I want to, it's kind of a long story, so I'll try my best to condense it. So ever since uh, ninth slash 10th grade, I had somewhat of an interest in politics and had like a basic idea of what's going on in our political world. Like I knew who the president was, where parties stood on issues, uh, sort of. Mm-hmm. Know a little bit of how government worked, who was running the show locally here in Rhode Island and things along that nature. And in that time frame, as I was expanding on my political knowledge, I started to be more invested in the news and journalism in general. I would watch the news both locally and nationally very often. I'd view multiple networks, too, to get all points of view on issues because I knew certain um, networks had a certain uh, leans uh, to like, lean a certain way. Oh, yes. And then, um, it really kicked into gear when, Ryan, when I was in 11th grade because uh, my high school at, at the time, uh, Trinity Academy for the Performing Arts, is located in uh, Providence. We uh, have to be an arts major, uh, either film, theater, dance, music. I had chose film. And in 11th grade, we have to do a documentary unit where we uh, work year-round and we uh, create this big documentary project. And my idea cool. was to do one about the 2018 midterms because that was the big election around the time. Mm-hmm. And I was very invested in it. It was probably the first election cycle I was invested from the get-go, like right when it was uh, starting to be in our news cycle. Yeah. So I reached out to every possible candidate running for local office at the time requesting an interview. And only one person had responded, and that was uh, Kobe Dennis, who was a community advocate running for uh, mayor of Providence in 2018 in the Democratic primary. Mm-hmm. He had uh, came to our school. The interview went perfectly. And in that process, my, uh, my teacher, Mr. Marcou, had introduced the class also to this uh, national documentary contest that he would every year to his students called uh, C-SPAN Student Camp. And that year's prompt we had to answer was uh, called, What Does It Mean to Be an American? Right away, I had said, we have to enter this contest. We already got interviews with elected officials. It'd be a perfect way to just kill two birds with one stone. So I uh, entered it with my classmates. We split up the work. They did cinematography. I did a lot of the writing, delivering narration, researching, and scheduling and conducting the interviews. Yep. We started to reach out to more elected officials all around the state. We had uh, then Speaker of the House Nicholas Mattiello on, uh, Congressman David Cicilline, Mayor Jorge Alorza, then Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee. We even had non-politicians like uh, WPRI journalist Tim White. And wow. at that time, uh, when we had submitted the documentary and they announced the winners, because it was a nationwide contest, it placed second. And then we had entered again next year and created one about the Electoral College because we had to answer that year's prompt, which was an issue we want the 2020 presidential candidates to address. And in that time is sort of where I gained my passion for both politics and journalism throughout those uh, past uh, few years. And, you know, just overall going through that amazing experience that I would definitely do all over again. That's very cool. And fast forward to now where um, I believe you're heading into your sophomore year of college at Rick and uh, you're studying journalism, right? And political science? Well, the, the, the temp, like, technically the official title of the major is media communication. But yeah, that, mm-hmm. that, that, that's, uh, that's also why I tell people because I'm interested in both, but the official title is media communication. Got it. Yeah, I, they definitely overlap. I mean, you can definitely... Uh, as you know, be a, a political reporter at a station and, you know, do uh, the journalism thing while 
uh, covering politics. So uh, I care, I'm always curious um, what people think about uh, the Rhode Island media market and if there's a particular person or station um, that is, you know, the best or that you particularly enjoy. Yeah. And we have, and you know, that's the great thing about Rhode Island, Brian, is that we have such a robust local journalism scene. Mm. You know, we don't just have only one good station. We have multiple. We don't just have only one good paper. We have multiple. And, you know, we have great journalists, great meteorologists. Like, you know, some of them you've had on your show, like Jim Hummel, who actually happens to be my advisor at, the, at our student ran school paper at, uh, at Rick. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, yeah he is. And uh, Tim White, Ted Nisi. I know. Yeah, I agree with you. People always ask, you know, who's your favorite from this or which station does the best with this? And I, I tell everybody it really just depends on the day of the week, you know, um, and they all, uh, you know, complement each other really well. And, um, you know, they have their own specialty. So um, t- let's get into what you do. Um, because uh, this is really fascinating. The way I actually found out about you was um, the House of Representatives had tweeted out your interview with uh, the speaker at the time on your show, uh, Reality TV. And now here we are. I think you've done like over 30 episodes. And um, 32. Yep, 32. And you've had uh, tons of different uh, politicians from Providence, especially, but uh, really all around the state. So uh, discuss that experience and, and what you've learned. Sure. Do you, do you want me to talk about how the show came to be first? Or, yeah, um, just like absolutely. Sure. Okay, so I'll give you the, like, the brief story, and then we can talk about uh, like some of the current episodes. So mm-hmm. in between uh, the production of those uh, two C-SPAN student camp concept entries uh, from uh, when I was talking about my interest in politics, I was uh, when I was reaching out and conducting those interviews with my classmates who would film them, I realized I enjoyed doing these political interviews, and I was you know learning a lot of uh, you know great uh, skills about you know how to how to properly introduce a guest, you know, yeah. how to ask a good question, how to give a good follow-up. Because sometimes it's easy to just ask, you know, one question, one question, one question. But you also want to listen for their answers so you can come up with a good follow-up. And, you know, on my episodes, I like to make mm-hmm. it sound like the interview sound like discussions as opposed to just, you know, question, question, question. I know. But, you know, as I, was, as I was, you know, learning more about politics, practicing my interview skills, I actually would watch a lot of interview shows like Newsmakers to, to like, work on my delivery, to be honest with you, Ryan. Yep. And, you know, I was sort of building up a portfolio for, uh, for college with all these interviews and for hopefully, you know, when I seek employment at a news station or paper afterward. And, you know, at that time, I thought, it's awesome to create an interview show. I can, you know, do it on YouTube. I thought of the name Reality TV, and, you know, I really love politics, politics and journalism. So mm-hmm. once I graduated high school, I thought, now I have more free time. I should start this show. So I would actually yeah. used the channel, I believe, in 2019. And it was originally just like an archive for the C-SPAN films and, you know, stuff that, you know, I thought, you know, I could put up, maybe make a reel out of, like, you know, my footage and whatnot. But, sure. you know, now the channel's home to, like you mentioned, the, all the episodes of Reality TV, which I interview elected officials candidates seeking office, former politicians, and pretty much almost anyone involved in our political world. And the show is, you know, something I hope to do at one point in my career for a news station, you know, later down the road. And, you know, I'm starting to improve on my skills in journalism, you know, build up experience. 
And also a crucial point of the show, and you know my tie-in with the, the paper that you know I could talk about in a second, is promoting civic engagement and education. Mm-hmm. Because I want the viewers who are watching, you know, to know who their elected officials are, where they stand on the key issues, and why these things are important. And you know, agreed. Like you mentioned I'm currently at Rhode Island College. I write for our student-ran school paper, uh, the Anchor, which I'm the news editor for now. And what I do is we have a political profile section where I'll tie in articles from these interviews so you know our readers on campus who are you know just like starting to vote in their first election or second election depending on what year they're in you know are able to you know see where their elected officials stand on key issues and you know funny enough uh, i got a funny story about the first episode it actually plays a similar role and i mean similar process and how my first ever political interview in 2018 went where i when i first started the show i wanted to cover the 2020 cranston mayoral election yeah it, it reached out to every candidate only one of them answered, and it's uh, now Mayor Prince and uh, Ken Hopkins. He was still a citywide councilman at the time. And then, you know, more episodes came along the way. They started doing more reaching out and polishing on my approach and uh, how I reach out for requesting interviews. And you know, that's sort of the story of how the show came to be. And, you know, here we are now September of 2021, 32 episodes in. I've been doing a lot of Providence politics recently, but, you know, my main goal right now is to just cover as much of 2022 as I can. You know, we've had... You know, almost all the mayoral candidates, a few gubernatorial candidates, and, you know, I have a lot in store, and I'm very excited to see what the future holds for the show. Well, how ironic that the only candidate who came on your show that was uh, running for the mayor of Cranston, they were, and there were uh, quite a few at the time, uh, is now the mayor. Um, funny how that works out. Really shows how, uh, you know, community engagement and, and you know, being willing to, to come on your show could have made a, a difference there. And I think it's, very important for folks listening to this, especially in Rhode Island, and you know, even you know, if somebody's in Warwick, and I know you did an interview with uh, Mayor Picozzi there, and if you're in Cranston, hearing from Mayor Hopkins about you know where they stand, and um, I will say you are very neutral um, in where you stand. I'm I'm a little bit more uh, clear on on you know where I am, um, but you know you've had. Uh, people who are very liberal, moderate, conservative. You've really had uh, the whole nine yards, if you will. So um, I think that's that's, awesome. And that's no accident, Ryan, because I'm actually registered as unaffiliated. I'm not not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I'm actually pretty down the line on everything. And I like to also practice what I preach with uh, being unbiased and, you know, as fair as possible. You know, it's not an official motto, but I like to say, you know, we ask tough but fair questions on the show and leave all logical fallacies at the door. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's just, you know, how, how I've operated. Even during those uh, documentaries that I mentioned at the, at, the, at the beginning of this, you know, we, mm-hmm. had, we had moderates, uh, Democrats, independents, even Republicans. I even went as far as to get the Libertarian Party chair up. Uh, well, at the time, it was uh, Pat Ford, you know, because I wanted to make sure I got every uh, perspective possible. And, you know, it's just something that Definitely. I feel I, as a you know, student journalist, you know, should strive to do because, you know, it's easy to just say, oh, there's only conservatives and liberals, but that's not true. We have, you know, the Constitution Party, you know, the Socialist Party, Libertarians, Green Party, and now I try my best to get all um, points of view, and I really appreciate that thing. Yeah, it's a really wide spectrum of guests. And and the other thing I will say is I'm very annoyed that I didn't come up with the name Reality TV before you came up with (laughs) your name, because I I think it's it's very creative. It could have also worked for my name, but I I, I didn't think of it, so good for you. Like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of corny, and I was like, well, here's the thing: politics is starting to look more 
on more like re- reality TV. Yeah, that was that was a perfect name, um, and that's that's awesome. So, uh, talk about you know I know you've you've done a lot of interviews, you've talked to a lot of people. Um, is there anything that stood out to you about what somebody said, or is there a particular guest you really enjoyed? I know it's a it's a loaded question, and you've talked to a lot of people, but well, see, and, and you know I, I promise I'm not trying to give you a cop out answer, but honestly, <laughs> my answer for whenever somebody asks what's my favorite interview, I say all of them, and then the next one because I just I. I you know, I can't just pick one favorite one, but you know, we've had a, we've had a lot of great an- great answers. You know, a lot of great topics covered. And you know, sometimes there might be some topics that are repeated. Like, like say, for example, right now I'm covering the province mayoral election, and mm-hmm. right now I'm you know focusing on the big issues in the city at the moment. You know, the pensions, oh, yeah. education, public safety, and etc. And you know, I I just can't say like one favorite answer. I, I've had a lot of great experiences, though. They're all, everybody that I've interviewed has been amazing, you know, really nice people. And, you know, I also want to give credit to those uh, communications directors and press secretaries and schedulers that, you know, work mm-hmm. with, you know, my, my schedule to help schedule these interviews. Because sometimes it can take a few weeks. I've had a few episodes that have been a couple months in the making. So, oh, it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's all a process. But, you know, honestly, I really, really enjoy every episode. I, I, I can I can say that conflict. There's, there's not one episode or interviews I've never enjoyed because I think it's just because I like doing this so much that I can't just be like, oh, that was a bad episode. You know, every time as soon as I finish recording recording, I'm like, that's a great episode. I can't wait to upload it. I know. You know, it's it's funny because, um, you know, I, I've sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, put in terms of uh, the swimming pool analogy, you know, I've put my feet in the water. You know, I haven't done a lot of, of politicians, but I did um, want to get somebody from the federal delegation on a few months ago. So, you know, I reached out to, to all of the, the press people and the schedulers. And, um, you know, I, I was very nervous about it. And I, I will give a shout out to um, Megan McCade from Senator Whitehouse's office who got back to me. We had an interview scheduled, you know, within a week or two. And, you know, she got on the phone with me and she added, you know, a Senator Whitehouse to the call. And, you know, I... I she really, she gave me really free reins to to ask him whatever I want, and it, it was cool because you know I I didn't know if she would limit me to things, and you know I really had had no experience at the time with you know dealing with with people on such a high level that he was at, and it was it was great, and and he seemed to to really enjoy it. We we found out what his favorite restaurant was. That was cool. So we had some some icebreakers, and I know you always do an icebreaker at the end of your uh, show, right? Talk about it. Yes, and I'm so glad you, I, I was looking forward to this question. So when I was uh, coming up with the show, and, you know, thank you so much for asking me. That's a great question, by the way, like the, the ice the, about the non-political topics that I do at the end. Oh, yeah. Whenever I was doing those uh, interviews for C-SPAN, Ryan, you know, it was always easy to maybe ask, like, one political question at the end, or, like, if someone was, like, you know, at the end of their term, you know, what's next for that person. I was, mm. you know, when I was creating the show, like, I don't really want to just ask a political question at the end because I feel like, all these elected officials and, you know, candidates get that all the time. I wanted to do something to not only stand out, but also end the interview on a lighter note, because, you know, how, I mean, how, you know, how someone would feel if you just ask, you know, boom, another tough political question, right to the outro, nope. I wanted to ask, you know, like an icebreaker, like you had mentioned, or a non-political topic, so what yeah. I do is, say for example, if it's in, in uh, Mayor Ken Hopkins' case, he was, you know, a coach for a while, so I'd ask them, you know, what are his favorite professional sports teams, you know, the NBA, NFL, and MLB, 
And, you know, I thought that was a good question that he probably doesn't hear as much. And, you know, right. I just wanted the last question to always stand out and be something that I can get different answers for, which uh, is what I ask in every episode at the end is, what do they think Rhode Island is best known for? Because, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know, Ryan, you know, the state is known for a lot of great things. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, Dell's Lemonade, Coffee Milk, being the smallest state in the country, being, you know, 30 minutes away from, you know, everything. It's just, it's just honestly a lot of great things our state's known for. And I thought that'd be a good question to ask at the end that, people don't hear often that you can get different answers for and also end the interview on the light note. I'm so glad you asked that question. I really wanted to talk about that too. Yeah, it's it's fun and, you know, you it, it makes sense because everybody's from Rhode Island. Everybody, you know, uh, despite their, uh, you know, different uh, political circumstances, um, you know, uh, everyone can, can take pride in uh, what we enjoy in this state. And yes, uh, as you said, there is a, a lot that makes the ocean state unique. So, um, I'm glad that you asked the question too, and I, I look forward to it. And, and something else I, I want to mention for folks, um, as we, you know, approach these last few minutes here is, um, something else that I find cool about your show, um, is you have everything timestamped. So you can go into the description and if you care, if you only care about education and maybe, you know, you want to see how they feel about education, you can, you know, jump to that time and see, you ask them about education, right? I, I really think that is very awesome. <laughs> Thanks, and I, I'm also glad you, you asked that too. You know, two great questions in a row. And, you know, all your questions have been great, by the way. But, you know, I really Thank you. These, these, that, that last one and this one specifically. Because, you know, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of podcasts. And, you know, I'll, I'll watch, you know, shows like the Joe Rogan show. And sometimes, you know, there's no timestamps. And I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't really have time to watch, like, a whole hour. I know. And, you know, sometimes there are shout out to those people in the comments that do do the timestamps for those like great moments. So I was thinking, you know, somebody's probably not going to have the time to watch like a whole hour interview, and I understand that. And you know, I'm I'm the same mm-hmm. way. So I thought, let me timestamp it by the like specific topics. So what I do is like after I film, like after I film this, this is where I zoom. You know, I just record it. It goes right to my uh, documents under under Zoom. So I'll put it into Premiere as I'm watching it, and I look at the timestamp. I'll write down, like, you know, education, and I'll write the timestamps. So then when I mm-hmm. go to YouTube and just put them right in the description, and when you put the when you put the intro one, like, intro zero zero, that's how you get the chapters, too. So I just thought, you know, that'd be a very convenient thing for the viewers and also myself because sometimes I like to watch them back, too, just to see, like, if maybe I messed up a line or, like, did, did I get, like, a specific answer. So it's really convenient as well. And also, like, when I write articles for, the, for these uh, interviews, you know, I, sometimes I forget, like, when we specifically talked about a topic, so it's good to just click on that, get the quote, and move on. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if if you're listening to my podcast, I'm I'm very sorry. You're you know you're you're getting into an interview, and that's you know I mean it, it's something that I should at the least look into. And you know it is um, great how you do that. And you know I sort of you know list a few topics that we discuss in, in the description of it, but um, you know to really have it uh, down to uh, you know those specific uh, times is uh, really important, and and I uh, appreciate that. And think it's a it's a great idea. So, uh, last question here. I always uh, like to I like to end, um, you know, asking guests um, if there's you know anything that I didn't address or if there's anything you'd like to mention um, to the audience. So I have I have my way of ending. You have your way of ending. But <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to ask them. But I think that's important. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just, <laughs> I, I got some good last words. So um, you know, everybody that's listening, 
thing. I encourage you know you to keep up to date on what's going on in the news, both locally and nationally. You know, stay civically engaged as well. You know, it's very important in this time and day and age. You know, support local journalism. It's critical that we have, like you know, like we have around, as I mentioned, you know, there's a robust local journalism scene, and you know, it's something that I wish we could have all around the country, and that's why it's important to support local journalism. You know, whether that's subscribing to your local newspaper or tuning in to watch your local news channels. You know, if you want to see my work as well and the work of the amazing people I work with at The Anchor, our student ran a school paper at Rhode Island College. The website is anchorweb.org. That's the word anchor and the word web.org. We also have uh, physical copies for those on campus as well. You know, feel free to check out my interview show on YouTube, Reality TV. You know, I've been interviewing elected officials all across the state and focusing on uh, 2022 here in Rhode Island. And, you know, while you're at it, you know, follow Ryan's podcast on Spotify and make sure to click his notification bell because he's got... 60-something great episodes. He covers, you know, great topics as well and, you know, has a lot of great guests. And, you know, I'm very grateful for your invitation to be on this podcast. And thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed our conversation. You're very well-spoken and asked great questions. Well, you don't have to butter me up like that, but... (laughs) No, I, I appreciate it, and um, if everything works, <laughs> and while I'm uploading this, I'll try to put your YouTube show as well as the anchor in um, the description. Um, you know, God willing, everything works. I don't, I don't want to promise anything, but um, if not, uh, thank you for, for giving those, um, you know, website addresses uh, so people can go uh, look it up. And you can also uh, follow Ray on Twitter. Um, it's at uh, RaymondB916, right? Perfect. All right. Thank you, Raymond.